Hello, I'm Sarai Kaiser. And I'm Sarah Bakeman. And we are the podcast hosts for the Human Solutions Podcast. Last fall, 2021, we were in a feature writing class. And for the last few months, we worked on a story about a human solution in the Twin Cities. But what exactly is a human solution? A human solution, yes, any person in the Twin Cities that we found wasn't just speaking out about an issue or saying things about an issue they're kind of concerned about, but they're embodying the solution to it. They're implementing solutions into their everyday life. I, for example, wrote a story about a professor who lives in the woods and lives a sustainable lifestyle because he believes so much in that issue. Yeah, and I wrote about a community gardener and activist in St. Paul. And some of our classmates wrote really interesting stories on a physician's assistant working amidst the pandemic, a baseball hall of famer who's done some really great work in the community, just some really interesting people. We hope that you listen to the podcast to get a little bit of behind the scenes introduction to each story, hear a little bit about why a person's a human solution, and then that you're inspired to read the publication. And welcome back to the seventh episode of the Human Solutions Podcast. I'm Sarah Bakeman. And I'm Sarai Kaiser. And mm-hmm. today we have a very special guest. Uh, Ariel Dunleavy! Yay! <laughs> Hi. Welcome. welcome on the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, do you just want to start by telling us a little bit about your human solution and why they're a human solution? Yeah, so... Um, my human solution uh, is Edie Shapolsky, who is a social work professor and the chair of the depart- social work department here at Bethel. Um, and a big part of what she does um, here specifically and within just like the Twin Cities social work kind of like community, I guess, is that she really equips her students her students like in social work in a way that other programs in the United States don't so she actually was um the uh like person who initiated our masters of social work program Hmm. and it's unique in its kind of um like justice focused and justice centered social work masters programs um And as far as I know and as far as she knows, it's the only one in the country that's like that, which is super cool. And so she does a lot with social work students and um, have making sure that they are super action and justice driven while still intertwining their faith in a way that is unlike what you see other places. That's super cool. How was the reporting process? Did you have any bumps in the road? A few bumps, yeah. (laughs) They might have been my fault, but we definitely (laughs) took a long time. We, she's so busy and I'm so busy, and so it was hard to actually like get together Mm -hmm. 
and meet, but it was super fun. She is such a fun person to be around, and she just has amazing stories and could talk for hours and hours, which is so cool. What was the coolest story that you heard? Um, oh my goodness. She, when she was telling me about the story that you can read about in my story. Nice plug. There was, oh. <laughs> there was a little like side story she had told about um, this like f- group of like 40 or 50 people who um, just brought her into their home in Khartoum, Sudan when she was spending some time there. Um, and they like just sat her down and didn't really speak very good English, so she was like not really sure what she was what was going on. But they gave her like a ton of chocolates, and like <laughs> she so badly wanted to give it to them because they there were just a whole bunch of kids, and like she just wanted to give each of them a piece of chocolate because they were very they were pretty obviously like struggling a little bit with getting enough food to eat and but they were so generous to just like bring her in and like invite her and be super welcoming and organic in like their relationship with her this like woman they had never met which is so cool yeah awesome if you could take your source to any restaurant where would you go i would take her to good earth in roseville I've never been there, <laughs> but <laughs> I have a feeling she'd enjoy it. I just, it's like natural food. It's got like a hippie vibe, I've heard. I think she would just. She an organic type of gal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She has like seven dogs and like. Oh my gosh. She's on ski patrol. <laughs> like, she's quite what crunchy. A lady. What a <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. What is one thing you've learned from this experience? Um, I've really learned to, like, slow down and enjoy what people are telling me in interviews. I think Mm -hmm. often I get too nervous and just want to speed through it without realizing that, like, it is just a conversation. And these are real people and not just, like, a project that I'm doing. Thanks. Very insightful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Ariel. Yes, thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, make sure to check out her story in um, the art issue about our human solutions. And tune in next time for episode eight. Yay, episode eight. Yes. Um, So thank thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.